0: Close at least 50% of your demos and build a pipeline large enough so you're always hitting quota. If you're looking to scale, then turn the volume up. How do you gain your prospect's trust on a demo or disco call, discovery call? And some companies do discovery and demo on the same call. Some companies do discovery as a separate call and then schedule the demo afterwards. But either way, how do you gain your prospect's trust on that call? So there are three things that you should be doing on every single disco and demo. Um, and I talk a lot about doing discovery calls on demos um, because I saw a lot in the SMB mid-market space where you're dealing with high volume. The sales cycle isn't six months or 12 months or, or over 12 months. And so that's why I talk about it. But you can apply the same thing if you're still doing enterprise. There are three things, and I'll expand upon each one. So the first thing is you tell the prospect you don't know if you're a fit or not. You're, you're very transparent. You, you, you explain the prospect that, um, you're not, you're not necessarily trying to earn their business. You're trying to find out first, if it's even a fit. The second thing is not to to talk, not to talk crap about the competition. Um, and the third thing is using third party data as references. So let's go one by one. We're a minute in the episode. I'm going to try to keep this under five minutes. So number one, tell them, tell the prospect that you don't know if you're a fit or not. So when you start your your calls, all your discovery calls, you should tell the prospect, like, and you can use this this uh, quote, like these words or the script is like, um, hey, prospect, the, the, the purpose of today's call or, or the objective of today's calls to find out a little bit more about your, your, your goals and what you're trying to accomplish and see if we align with those and if we're a fit or not. And if we're not a fit that's okay too. Um, side note, if you're selling SaaS, then you're either on a monthly or yearly subscription. Okay. So keep that in mind. Um, so you tell the prospect, if, if we're not fit, that's fine too. It's obviously not in, in, in our best interest to um, try to over promise and under deliver to you. Because if we do, you'll just leave us a bad review or you'll cancel your subscription with us within 30 days or less. So when, when you say it that way, you're being really, really transparent, and the prospect can trust you more because you just told them. And it's true, it's not in your best interest to sign them up only for them to cancel if they're not a fit, right? So, first thing, tell them that you don't know if you're a fit or not. The second thing is don't talk crap about the competition. Most of the time, you'll deal with a prospect that is coming from some other solution that is competing with yours. A lot, I, I, I'm saying most of the time, very arbitrarily, maybe it's split down the middle 50 50, but. I guarantee you, at least 50% of the time, you are speaking to a prospect that is looking at you or the competition. If you're selling Outreach, if you're selling Gong, if you're selling uh, HubSpot, chances are you're dealing with somebody that is new or is, is coming from the competitor, um, or you're dealing with emerging markets and they're brand new. Who knows? Um, but one, one thing is for sure is never talk crap about the competition because it's better to give respect and say what the comp- competitor does well. So practically speaking, if your prospects asks you, how does what you just showed me compared to the competitor or holistically more, how do you compare it to the competitor? Or, you know, maybe you want to bring up what makes you different than the competitor. You always want to point out what the competitor competitor does well, but what you believe or what your customers believe do better. So for example, Practically speaking, let's use the script. Um, Let's call the competitor ABC company. So ABC company has this functionality and it works really well. But from what our customers have said, that when they were evaluating the competitor and us, what they've noticed is that we do it differently. And because we do differently, they're getting better results. And here are the results that they're getting. So I'm not talking crap about the competitor. I'm actually saying that the competitor does it well. But based on our feedback from our customers that have evaluated the competition and evaluated us, they're getting different results. uh, uh, They're taking a different approach that are getting them better results. And you're not talking in a very biased way where you're saying, well, we're better than the competition because X, Y, Z. No, no. You're, you're saying it in the perspective and the context of what our customers believe is better is X, Y, Z. Very, very, very different. And the last thing is we're almost on the five minute mark. um, Use third party data. Um, which essentially means if you're pitching a a particular feature in your software, you're talking about a functionality that accomplishes a goal or a pain point um, for your prospect. If you can back that up, that feature with some sort of testimonial or case study that has data like behind it, right? Like ROI behind it. um, That is way more powerful than you just pitching the feature. A lot of, a lot of sales reps, hype the feature they talk really well about what the feature does but it's very biased and subjective because the salesperson is just trying to hype it up but if you can say hey let's just for example you showed a feature whatever that feature is and then you bring up a particular case study of a prospect that used that feature and saw xyz results that makes that feature way more interesting than you just pitching the feature so these are the three things that you can do to gain your prospect's trust i don't want to bleed over Side, if you're listening to this and uh you're an ae and you want to cl- increase your demo win rates then i'm ha- I, I opened up my community my ftc inner circle um for now for free for the first cohort for free after that i'm probably going to charge a monthly um because i'm adding a lot of content there a lot of value we're doing workshops for free i'm doing one-on-one training for free for the first few people so if you're interested in it in the ftc community then check out my linkedin and um, go to the about section of my LinkedIn. On the bottom, I put a link for the community. Join it and I'll, I'll accept it. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you found this relevant or practical at all, then please share this episode. Until next time, I'm your host, Mor Asulim.